War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Mark and Noah as your as your hosts in this episode. We are here. We are ready to rock. That's right. It is Thursday, July 16th, 2009, and we have tons of stuff to go through. We're going to tell you what we've been playing last week. That's about it. <laughs> we'll bring you a bit of the news. Yeah, and we've got a bunch of email. And we've got a blog slash Brad Osteria. <laughs> which always is a nice sparkle of color. Which yes. might include a dramatic reading, which is something that we love. Yeah, it surely will include a dramatic <laughs> reading. Thanks to one really good poster, yeah, or commenter named Target Zero Zero, whose skills were unacknowledged, were not acknowledged. Yeah, there's. Yeah, we'll get to that. <clears throat> brilliance, brilliance, coming up. But first, what we're playing, and then something from our sponsors. Yes. <laughs> There are times when you run out of weed. There's no one you can call. But the last, there is one person you can call. Weed man. I've had dry days with no weed to smoke, no roaches, no nothing. So we're now drug free. Yes. <laughs> well, not really. No. But Sorry. you can't see what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it involves Sudafed. It does. Sudafed and caffeine. Mm. Yeah. Cold shivers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so what have you been playing, Noah? <laughs> That's a good question. I was hoping you would go first because I'm not quite sure what I've been playing. I am unprepared as well. Uh, let's see. I have been playing Rhythm Heaven on my DS, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I got a chance to play Age of Empires Mythologies also on my on DS. The DS. Really pretty neat. I, I don't think I've ever played a, a turn-based RTS game before. Oh, yeah. That'd well, be... I guess that's not an RTS. It's a turn-based strategy game. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Civ yeah, or something like I, that. Because I've only had experience with StarCraft and Warcraft yeah. and stuff like that, which I really like. So I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this, assigning people to grids and moving along. But I different. love mythology. That's cool. So it's right there. Yeah, and it focuses on the Greeks, the Egyptians, and the Norse. Oh, right on. Those are the three good ones to... And what's cool is like the the Greeks and the Egyptians, they have to build temples to get favor from the gods in order to build buildings and stuff like that. 
But the Vikings don't do that. They only gain favor by killing other people. <laughs> <laughs> They're such a back-to-basics kind of group. <laughs> they really are. And then we got another great evening of Age of Conan in. Yeah. Again with Blameful Gecko on Monday night. Yeah, sorry I had to leave, by the way, to both you and Blameful. I had a... <laughs> we were just kind of hanging out, and then like 10 minutes later, I'm like, I don't know if Mark's yeah. going to come yeah, back. Yeah, I was like, it, it seemed like it was going to be quick, but it turned into a long painful affair it was a it was a, a baby in desperate need of burping <laughs> well, while you were gone we went out to the archeronian ruins i oh, can't yeah. remember how to pronounce that and i had forgotten about that area until i went back in because blameful's like well where can we go because i think i was only level six mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think you're supposed to go into the archeronian ruins until you're like level 11 or 12 because oh, everybody wow. that we saw there was that and I think he was nine or ten, and somehow we lived quite a bit. And oh wow! I got a couple levels, two or three. Yeah, imagine if you were that low and survived, though. Yeah. That's awesome. The only time we got killed is when some dude trained us. He was running from oh. like a super size thing, and I had forgotten how cool the music is in that area oh my gosh there's just so much great music yeah and i was mentioning that to blameful and he said there's some area gosh is it like a a crypt or uh, gosh blameful right and let us know what it was some kind of some word for nexus or something of some sort there's some hmm. area up in the future that has really great music and i just it, it adds so much to the game to have yeah. great music and just creepy, eerie music, and with really interesting instrumentation and orchestration, it's it's just great. I love that game. Yeah, and the graphics, of course, are good. Yeah, and- you know, I even experimented. I set my graphics settings up to high, mm-hmm. and it wasn't too bad. It's weird whenever I set my graphics settings to high or to medium, the character models for a little while look like they're covered in flickery black tar. Yeah. And then, then it caches or something. Yeah, finally it loads. Yeah. But it actually was, it looked kind of okay. It was still kind hmm. of choppy. But it ended up not being too bad. And I realized the reason that I can't run DirectX 10 is because it's not officially launched. Only certain people have access to be able to do it right now. Uh. And hopefully when that happens, maybe I can give it a try and see how quickly it crashes my laptop. <laughs> 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 but listeners, if any of you are still playing Age of Conan, or if you've jumped into the free trial, join us. We're on the set server. Yeah. And uh, write in and let us know what your thoughts are. If it's if it has, um, if you feel that the game has improved yeah. uh, during this time, or, or if it's uh, not enough or too little too late. Yeah. If you're just going to play Free Realms and join <laughs> the millions of kitties and Jason out there. <laughs> What have you been doing, Mark? I have been... Well, I played that. I played I played a little bit on my own. Made, like, two more characters of about the same level. I, um... What the heck else have I been playing? Yeah, your character looks like Britney Spears. She really does. Yeah. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, wait. That was too high-pitched for her. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... I, f- I got into the beta for Heroes of New Earth, which is, uh... A defense of the ancients clone, and I've been I've been playing that quite a bit with all my spare time, <laughs> and I'm doing horribly in it, but but having fun and kind of learning. So, 
It's, I need to become a fan of them because apparently in Facebook, if you become a fan of the game, you can get a beta. Yeah, for the next 12 hours. But by the time you hear this, it'll be too late. Speaking Although, of, lots of game sites are getting beta keys from them to give away. So, if you go to your favorite game game site like channelmassive.com, you might find that you can get some keys. <laughs> That's cruel, Mark. That is cruel. <laughs> and... Probably not very true, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure at this point when it's going to launch. But uh, based on my, I think in September or October. Is that right? My my experience thus far in the beta, it's performing flawlessly. No crashes, no lockups, no glitches, nothing weird. Um, we'll we'll talk about it later. But but mm-hmm. but it's been it's been working well enough to keep me enthralled, and I haven't played much else. It looks pretty it. neat, and it looks pretty. It looks yeah. The graphics are terrific. It's it's basically a next generation version of the yeah. World of Warcraft graphics engine, but the character art I mean you even have it's it's tree ants versus ghouls. Yeah, it's like the same it's so much of it is almost identical. Yeah. But it's their new character models, so if you really like the OTA I, I, I actually I, there's one other thing. A lot of people have been saying all it is is DOTA with fancier graphics but the user interface is really well done yeah and the you're a ui guy and, and, and you yeah. can you can you can actually say that with some authority as yeah would it's say. really easy to read and and clean and yeah. actually improved over what you can get in warcraft 3 yeah because it's dedicated to this one thing as yeah. opposed to also doing real-time strategy unit management <laughs> yeah it's not quite as as generic so that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, and then my um, my Wii has been glowing at me, meaning there must be an update, but I haven't yet. It's a anything. firmware update. Is it a fr- Oh, those are it's scary. It's to prepare the system for Wii Sports Resort, which comes out in a couple weeks. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, uh, the call of the Wii is, is coming. It glows at the, in the <laughs> night. So, In fact, I think my wife's going to play Boom Blocks on it tonight, so maybe we'll get that update. But that's That's about it for me. Cool. And as far as we know, Jason's been playing GTA. Or Fallout 3. Or Free Realms. <laughs> yeah. Or My Little Pony Dark Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure. I'm going to think My Little Pony Dark Apocalypse, yeah. probably. Brush the mane. Have Brush a hotel. The Brush the mane. Brush- <laughs> You're not brushing fast enough. <laughs> Your little pony is dying. <laughs> now all the ponies have the plague. The apocalypse is upon us. Ah! <laughs> You ready, you fucking middle guy? Twist. 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 You've got mail. I think I did it again. All right, in the mailbag, we'll first address in the tweets that we're incoming. That made sense. <laughs> <laughs> <Us>. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we are not in charge of the Twitter we initiative, the, we are not the tweet master. We do not believe everything makes sense. So, what we have is something from John Geek. He asked us, actually, just asked Jason, have you tried the DLC for GTA 4? Real quality product, loads of content for the price, and great story. Worth a look. Jason says, not yet, but surely I will. And and I am just raring to go. <laughs> we we did our best to paraphrase that. 
Yeah. It was actually a very long-winded tweet. It went well over 40 characters. <laughs> it, it was actually like a, a tiny URL redirection to a 14-page manifesto. <laughs> all, all a PNG, you know. Giant. Yes, definitely. Our first email that we're going to talk about comes from Glenn. Glenn wrote, Dear Hilarious Crew. Thank you, Ooh, Glenn. Thank you for that. Okay, I subscribed to your podcast a while ago, sometime around episode 75-ish. Deciding to backtrack and listen to the previous ones, I heard Jason mention he had no interest in Free Realms and that it wasn't worth playing. That was in episode 63, according to Glenn. Here's my point. I request, screw it, I demand he eats crow and admits that it's a pretty good game, even if it's aimed at children slash teens slash young adults. Yes, I played WoW through to the Waddleka. Warhammer. Pre-Chapa collapsing to my server. Collapsing of my server to three different servers, oh. thus requiring me to transfer to a new server with my main three times, and I'm currently playing EQ2. Weirdly enough, enjoying it. That too shall pass. Sincerely, <laughs> Jason had a weak response that we have pulled from the channel massive email archives, and he says, "If you've been listening recently, then you'd know that I've eaten plenty of crow at the expense of my co-hosts. In fact, out of the three of us." I am the only one who's championed Free Realms' virtues. I don't think I can possibly eat more crow than I already have, but hey, I'll down an extra crow pie for you if it makes you happy. Cheers, Jason. And he does eat a lot of chicken. Not a lot of crow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he eats a lot of pie. He does eat a lot of pie. <laughs> when he can get it away from those habits. What about Chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. <laughs> uh, maybe. I love the introduction that she put into here, Mark. The channel massive confessional is now armed and fully operational. <laughs> it just came across that way. <laughs> <laughs> From Talonfang, who once again started off with a hideous series of misspelled words <laughs> and then said, So, shit, damn fuck. I left City of Heroes as that game had no one in the world. Because everyone is in the architect... Is that what that stands for? Yeah. Architect buildings, as far as I could tell. I tried out Planetside on the recommendation of Total Biscuit on one of his podcasts. But I should have known the second I saw the SOE logo that Sony had yet another shitty game for me to try out and hate. And I did. And hated that shit. <laughs> Boy! <laughs> Boy! Sony yet again provided little to keep my attention. The game appeared to be lagging so hard, I only killed one person in about two hours because you couldn't ever get the aim right. And I murdered the fuck out of people in Battlefield 2, so I know it is my skills. Skills, mad skills. <laughs> I guess I don't like games that, are so, that aren't somewhat Tragic. realistic and hit what you're aiming at and not in a random pattern around the reticule like in Planet Sight. Maybe if you had nunchuck skills. <laughs> <laughs> my confession begins here. I am now playing... Wait for it. Wait for it. Wizard 101. Oh. A 30-year-old man got sucked into a card game for kids. Jason got sucked into that, too. <laughs> First off, I hated card games before this. Never played Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. I can't believe I'm actually enjoying it. And my death wizard is level 12 already. Oh, my God. I even paid for the subscription so I could get out of the beginning zones and away from the crowds. 
so far there have only been a few times it has lagged in major hubs when there are a ton of people. We will see how long I last in this. I still have my same shitty-ass laptop with a 1.8 gigahertz processor, or I would join you guys in Conan. If my computer ever craps out and I get a new computer, I would totally be playing that. I loved my palm. He was way overpowered, and there are boobies. Boobies. Derek. Thank you for thank you for your confession. Uh, I'm not sure should should he should he like do something with uh with like rosary beads or I just like the part where he's like I wanted to get away from the crowds. <laughs> I know. So the I feeling. paid a subscription and then tried to escape. Ta- all this talk about Wizard 101 followed up with the mention of boobies is just. It is. Kind you can of, see he's very conflicted internally. Is, yes, <laughs> the dichotomy of the. No wonder he wants to get away. Dichotomy. What am I doing? It's a the, the dichotomy of the. It's a cacophony. Of it's dichotomies. a cacophonous dichotomy of people that don't know how to say big words probably shouldn't say big words. Um, like a whisper. Like a whisper. <laughs> I just got done playing a total redneck character in uh, HON, and that's how he talked. He's a scout. Yeah, I only heard it about 300 times. Yeah. Like a whisper. Like a whisper. What was it? Scout him and something. Scout him and route him? Ra- scout him and route him. It was like one shot, one kill. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> oh. Okay, that was a total aside. Uh. So, Total Biscuits podcast, that is a funny thing because Total Biscuit is, I think, an English podcaster. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds familiar. And he was in a war with Samuel Alterschitz, who puts out a podcast once every millennium. (laughs) And Samuel Alterschitz, of of the six podcasts he released in one year, one was entirely dedicated to just cussing out Total Biscuit. (laughs) It was like the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Yeah, if you want to hear something incredibly dry, sarcastic, and angry. Very angry. <laughs> and potentially ear, featuring ear-busting coughs and hacks. Check, check out Samuel Alterschitz's World of Podcast yes. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where you might hear about Total Biscuit. <laughs> Maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> Listeners, we'd love to hear more from you if you want to tweet us twitter.com slash channelmassive if you want to send us an email mail at channelmassive.com M-A-I-L that's right we are waiting for you operators are standing by <laughs> they are at all hours of the night we love you a long time <laughs> five dollar hour <laughs> <laughs> and Scott I'm going to say it again and you send us another audio recording or someone else can show Scott up and actually be more motivated than he is and send in an audio recording if, before if he does. If Scott doesn't send something in fast, I'm just going to have to start playing the scout in HON all the time. <laughs> like a whisper. Like a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott has died out to a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, what's up next? The news? I believe so. What time is it? It's time for the Week in Gaming! Coming from the remote news channel. It's Darkfall. Now available in North America. Well, it's about time. (laughs) 
Now that now that the entire gaming community has already moved on, moved on and dismissed it as a, a yet another failed uh, fantasy-based PvP-centric MMO. Now, didn't they say the game was going to be free a I, while ago? I thought so, but it sure looks like they're charging full price for the game at, at like fifty dollars, well forty nine ninety nine plus tax and shipping. Where where you know. Mm-hmm. Then it's like the monthly subscriptions were like you know the typical fourteen ninety five a month plus there are different options like you could do the three month thing for a slight discount or whatever yeah but, but there's it doesn't seem to be free and it, it certainly seems like they're serious uh, <laughs> for some strange reason they are serious <laughs> yeah I mean they uh, yeah I I'm just I, I'm it's 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 a it's amazing to me that they started it in a European market first, just because the North American market's you know pretty big too. I, I could have seen them both simultaneously or one right after the other, but like this huge delay. And then how long has it been? I well, it's been what well, it's been three months. Gosh. I, I don't remember the exact launch date. As long as Warcraft's been missing in China. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the game client you can download it and it costs forty nine ninety eight. That's insane. With Especially a month of game downloadable. time. Yeah. Uh, or you can buy it in the <clears> stores <laughs> if you could find it. The monthly subscription to access the game servers and receive the latest updates to the game. That would be funny if you said, well, I just want to play it without the updates. <laughs> um, but that's, I'm a purist. I'm a purist, yeah. I only like pre-level, I only like pre-Burning uh, Crusade World of Warcraft. But anyway, that, so that's fourteen ninety nine a month. Um, EU residents add... Plus nineteen percent VAT to this price, because some Europeans might want to play on these American servers because they're fresh virgin <laughs> territory. Um, and then there's a three month subscription op- option, which is forty dollars and forty seven cents, which is a ten percent discount. And a six month subscription option, if you're really stupid, for seventy six forty five, which is a fifteen percent discount. Again, EU residents add nineteen percent to these prices. So. I'm psyched. Noah, will you be buying your copy today? <laughs> Dude, I already bought it. Oh, yeah. You're playing it all the time. You, <laughs> Hell yeah. You're out there in that grassland area, uh-huh. poning. Yeah. Yeah, I love fantasy MMOs. I, I know. I know you do. I'm all over it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if any of our listeners are. If you are and if you're playing this, send us your thoughts. If they don't think it's a total piece of crap... Send us your thoughts as well, especially if you if you yeah. if you do think it's a piece of crap. If if whatever your thoughts are, share them with us. Survey says, and we will relay them to our audience. Yeah, because I don't think everybody's going to be playing this game. No, I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing this game. I can't wait to see what people come up with for subscription numbers for it. Yeah, you know, especially across the two markets. If there's any breakdown like that, I'd be fascinated. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, the American people all read up on what the Europeans were reporting, and there's four users spread out across. (laughs) (laughs) Going on into another new MMO, but this one's not yet released. It's Champions Online. We have a new State of the Game post from Jack Emmert. Yeah, I was apparently wrong when I... When I... When I said Jack Amrit would never want microtransactions in one of his games because in the state of the game, the July 15th post, there's 
There's the skinny on microtransactions. <laughs> it's a whole segment with bullet points. With bullet point, Nicely done bullet points. Champions <laughs> Online will support microtransactions, but contrary to the concerns of some people, the game is not based on them. There are these. There are the basic tenets for our micro... <laughs> That's a really these bad sentence. These are the basic yes, tenets. Yes, it's misspelled. Um, <laughs> the vast majority are aesthetic items, such as costume pieces, action figures, emblems, etc. A very few are account-level management tools, such as being able to rename a character. Mm-hmm. Microtransactions should never limit your ability to enjoy the game or reach the level cap. Any microtransaction that has a game effect can also be earned in the game through play. They also go on to say it's important to note that Wait the... Wait o- a second. Oh, sorry. Hmm? What? Hmm? <laughs> he says that not it's so not going to affect the game because it's going to be aesthetic. But, but then he says you can buy something that otherwise you would have to earn. If it has a game effect. Yeah. So what does that mean? Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. Does that mean that you could earn costume items? That normally you'd have to pay for? Or pay for items you'd normally be able to earn? <clears throat> That's a fuzzy it. little area. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. Maybe he was trying so hard to be very legalese, terms and conditions, fine print. He's trying to satisfy all possible permutations. Yeah. That he ended up saying something that he didn't mean, but I hope there are no game-impacting elements. I'd be most disappointed. Because what can you earn in the game that you can also pay for. And if you could, why would you pay for it? Yeah. I... When you could get it for free. Hmm, curiouser and curiouser. I think... Yeah. Um... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your dramatic reading. Oh, oh, I'm actually done. I mean, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. basically it just, you know, it just goes on to say it's really cool. Microtransactions are cool, and we, we know that other games are making lots of money. Like, Blizzard makes a ton of money with all the character, quote-unquote, customization crap, and server hops, and, you know, all that stuff. But uh, we were we were a little bit... When I, when I read this, I thought, I was wrong. In, in one of our previous episodes... You know, we were we were like, yeah, thank goodness for Jack Emmerich. You know, he'll he, keep it pure. He would, you know, it's all that damn Matt Miller's fault, Positron or whatever. From yeah, from it's like once Jack Emmerich was out of the picture, like microtransactions for the win. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and so we were we were saying, you know, he would never do this. You he know, was the one that kept it from showing up. And in, and in fact, if at the ter- on um, GDC, what is it? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. They ask him, "Will transaction, will microtransactions be the future of M- of the MMO business?" And Jack says, "It's ridiculous to think of this as the future. <laughs> Many people like paying one fee and not worrying about details. Free to play, buy the item is fine for some context, but it's not the future. This is a buzz term, and I hate it. <laughs> monthly subscriptions are a much better business model, and even better when people forget about their monthly subscription bonus. Free money," he says. Uh, Did he really say that? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, depending on microtransaction is likely to be about as successful as spamming a million people with send me a dollar emails. <laughs> and then it goes on and on and on. And basically they're like, wow, Jack really hates microtransactions, which is what we all thought. Well, he didn't, he didn't say, he was talking about a game entirely based on microtransactions. That's true, yeah. And this is just a bunch of ancillary crap that you could live with or without. More doublespeak from Mr. Jack. But, 
still, it seems to be a 180-degree turn from what we had all thought his stance was, and it, it's I'll probably all about the dollars. experience with the beta. If there's things that you've been able to use in your character creation that will be locked off once the game starts out and you'll have to pay for it. That's I don't safe. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything... Well, hopefully the Luchadori stuff is... Uh, yeah. It's free, because I'm going to definitely make a Luchador superhero. Oh, you got to do it. Heck yeah. You can be... We could call you El Nino. <laughs> yes. Which means the Nino. <laughs> As Chris Farley once said. Um, anyway, that's just a, a little bit of a tangent about our, 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 our fear and loathing of microtransactions. But the article, the state of the game goes on to talk about other features. Unity missions. Unity is this crazy organization in the game. Um, but there'll be missions for high level, level 40 content with unlockable extras. So basically there'll be these events that occur and you can, you can opt in to participate. I'm kind of like public quests, I think. And if your team is, is able to go through these instances or whatever and, and, and get all, I think there's like five of them, then it'll unlock a sixth one and you can go and knock that out and it, you know, get all kinds of crazy stuff. So that's a little bit of what they're talking they go into greater detail about that and then they talk about bash mode for um champion online's third pvp mode and i don't know what what did you think of the pvp i'm not sure what to think about bash because of the the description that i've read about it was a little bit ambiguous it's like a free-for-all where eight people at once can go at each other yeah i'm guessing in an instance environment but there is a description that I read saying something about you could be more villainous than heroic, the actions that you take, and I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't get that either. Is it just like, you know, it's just like the bully on the beach kind of thing where you can go kick sand on someone? I, I don't Set traps, maybe? I, to, I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out. So what, a Unity and Bash are two of the PvP modes, then the other one is the Apocalypse events. Well, yeah, right? like, so Unity's the the PvE level 40 content. Then there's oh, okay. the Stronghold Prison Apocalypse scenario they talk about are these maps designed to prepare heroes for a specific doomsday scenario. It sounds, and they describe it, Bill Roper, in fact, says it's a lot like War, the Warcraft 3 mod Defense of the Ancients, or DOTA, which is right along with our theme for this evening. It sure is. Um, which I would really like to try that out. I think that'd be really cool in an MMO kind I of setting. Especially with that. the superhero powers like flight and all that. I, I don't know how that'd work. And then there's the UTC, Ultimate Tournament of Champions Arena Combat. So that's like a, a gladiatorial kind of thing. So... I don't know. It sounds like they're they're putting some stuff into this, and and it's queue based. It's it looks like you can elect to queue up, much like Warhammer. <laughs> wow! So, thank goodness Warhammer came along. Yes, brought us all kinds of cool stuff <laughs> before everyone renounced it, but kept all of its features. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, Scythe Noir, 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 Scythe Noir, Noir. Uh, via Twitter said, and we didn't read this in the Twitter mail because it was kind of specific, but uh, it looks like Blizzard is facing a lawsuit. Sweet. Um, how ironic, since they went after WoW Glider so hard. But Blizzard is uh, being is suspected of an illegal joint venture. They're facing suspension forever in China. 
Yeah, apparently their new partnership with NetEase, there's some kind of way that it was positioned that is illegal in China. It's some that you can't partner up with some other type of company, some other third-party company without government approval or something. There's a you can check our show notes. There's a link to the story. I think I can't tell if it's just because it's too much ELEs or if the person who was trying to summarize what was going on is just really bad at summarizing things because it's really confusing and hard It to is understand. incredibly confusing. And it's, there's, well, I remember there's bad grammar involved as well, so yeah, I can't I can't talk with a lot of confidence on this, but basically the uh, one of China's government bureaus, like a bureau of information and news or something like that, has been tasked with investigating Blizzard's partnership with NetEase to find out if there's illegal collusion going on, and until said investigation is done, the game can't even be considered for reactivation or launching, which could be months upon months because it's very bureaucratic. Somebody didn't receive the proper bribe. (laughs) That's how I read it. (laughs) Like, if you're going to go screw the nine over for NetEase and and everything, well, not screw them over. Change the deal, or try to get out of the deal. Yeah. You probably needed to bribe a gazillion officials. That's I my guess. And that didn't happen properly. Yeah, with this kind of news hacking away almost, if not more than half of WoW's subscriber base, Blizzard needs to reveal a new MMO now more than ever. Yeah. They Put really thing need out. <laughs> a plan B or, or C. They either need another expansion which would probably be fine. Yeah. Um, or something else that's going to bring him in lots of new money and attention. You don't You don't think experience points for uh, PvP is going to do it on its own? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think ripping off Warhammer yet the three, again. The 3.2 patch will not be sufficient to turn the ship around? <laughs> what was that term that they trademarked the other week? Like <sighs> Armageddon or collu- collusion? Or what it was... It was it's some ca- word, cataclysm. Cataclysm. Yeah, there we go. So we need to know more about cataclysm. Is it an expansion or a new MMO or none of the above? Well, according to Tin Tin Hammer, clearly it's an X pack related hey. to a cataclysm hey. that was found in the Wow Wiki. It's an X pack. It's just the Wow Wiki. <laughs> wow Wiki Wiki Wow Wow Wiki Wiki Wow. But BlizzCon's next month, isn't it? Yeah. So I think we should it's know pretty up. soon. Yeah. When they announce Diablo 3 being shelved. No. <laughs> Starcraft 2 also being shelved. Ironically, Starcraft Gro- Ghost being resurrected. <laughs> I would love to see them finally do a new frickin' IP or do something new with one of their existing IPs. Lost of Vikings MMO. Creating the exact same game over and over. <laughs> with three character archetypes. The shield-bearing Olaf. The fast and, the fast and furious uh, Eric. Or the... Sword bearing. What was the other guy's name? I can't remember if he was like Thor or something like that. It was hilarious. I that never was such played a it. Great tell you. game. It was great. Love that game. Great. It's awesome. Okay, enough of that. Let's move on to some different kinds of news. Okay. So, 
<laughs> wow, I don't know. That came that came from the straight from the diaphragm. That was, uh, so we've been talking a lot about um, some of these defense of the ancients types game type of games types games types games. We talk about the game types, <laughs> and uh, and so we were kind of thinking of maybe covering a few of them because right now there are three defense of the ancients spinoffs yeah that are that are high profile coming out uh-huh. and ice frog the the guy who is the primary developer for defense of the ancients all stars for a long time he 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 claims there's six of them out there of which what? we know about three and the other three might not be high profile but they're standalone based you know mm-hmm. um so the first one is called league of legends which we get spammed about all the time at Channel Massive. Mm-hmm. They're one of those games where they're adding, they're revealing content to it bit by bit. Kind of like what Activision does with its Guitar Hero games. Like, hey, we've announced six more songs. We're going to send you a press release every week about <laughs> we, six more songs. Six more songs. We've changed two pixel colors on the load screen. <laughs> so with League of Legends, they've been revealing smaller pieces of information about it, usually a new hero or a new yeah usually it's just new heroes that have been announced but this week there were some pretty big announcements they revealed how the summoner aspect of the game works and the summoner is the avatar that you use to select which hero you'll go into the battlefield with right and you can also do some resource management and during a battle you can cast like two spells that can like heal everybody or do some type of attack spell. You can do just one. Right. You, one time, two spells. Two, right. two different spells cast once. Gosh, I, why can't I not say that? So they talk about that, but even more importantly than that, they reveal that the game is going to be free! Free, damn it! With microtransactions. Or you can actually still buy it. <laughs> if you really choose to. You can buy it for $30, or you can get it for free... And you can purchase... There's two sets of points in the game. There's the regular currency points, which you can't remember what the name of those are, and that you earn. And then you can use those to actually... Excuse me. Level up aspects of the gameplay. Right. And then there's Riot points, named after the developer, Riot Games, that you can purchase with cash money. Cash money. And those are more much in the vein of City of Heroes aesthetic upgrades for your summoner and for your heroes. It allows you to customize the heroes because there's a really eclectic collection of heroes in League of Legends. Yep. And much like DOTA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you can actually unlike DOTA, you can actually change aspects of their appearance, which I'm gonna guess is like color scheme. Yeah, there's stuff. there's already a um a pre order pack you can you can pre order. That gives you, I think it's like two different wardrobe options for two of the characters. And I'm not sure what else it does. It didn't mention anything about beta access or early access, so I kind of yeah. ignored the rest. Because, you know, that's usually the driver is, you know, I'd like to get my hands on this one. And so we're, we're none of us are playing the beta for this guy. Although there are can keys. You, Mark, are you familiar enough with it to speak to what makes it different from Defense of the Ancients? Yeah, well, so... The the take on this one is that it's not it's it's based on Defense of the Ancients certainly, 
Um, but what it's done is it's it's they're trying to kind of expand on it a little bit. So it has a lot of the the common features, you know. And there there will be a ladder ranking system and all that stuff, which you would expect, and a forum that you can go into, and you'll be able to chat. And it'll also have the uh, the ability to kind of train yourself up by playing against a, an artificial intelligent a host of enemies that are bots, you know, basically kind of like that that map that some of the guys would play for DOTA that had the AI opponents. Yeah. So it's got that, but like what they're talking about the summoner, like in in DOTA all the the whole focus is on your characters. You know, your I mean not, not your characters, your specific character and how you interact with your team, the the other four people on your team or whatever. And this though, it looks like you're taking kind of a god point of view and you're assisting your little demigod that's out there on the battlefield with your spells and you're you know you're summoning them so they're they're adding they're kind of taking the idea and they're making some additions to it and expanding upon it and obviously you know monetizing it where they can (laughs) with (laughs) with you know microtransactions or letting you outright purchase it that type of thing so it's not basically supposed to be a true it's not supposed to be DOTA two. It's it's yeah. supposed to be DOTA plus. I think mm-hmm. is there. If if I were going to sum it up, I'd say that's what they're shooting for. Yeah. Um. The next contender on the the son of DOTA bandwagon is Heroes of New Earth, and this guy that just kind of came out of nowhere. I hadn't heard anything about it. I hadn't. I had no idea. And then I was I was reading Slashdot, and they said the the game editor on there said, "Hey, I've got like 500 beta keys. I'll give them out to the first 500 people who respond, or who respond to this post or whatever." So of course I jumped on that and got my beta key, and uh, just tried it out, and it's it's awesome. I really enjoy it. It is more much more like the spiritual successor of DOTA. It's they, almost identical. They went and got Ice Frog's <laughs> approval, the the current developer for All Stars, and not that that matters or anything, since he's not actually actually the map's based on like a StarCraft map called like Aeon of Strife or something like that. So it's been around long before <laughs> it all Ice ties Frog back ever. To Blizzard. Yeah, of course, <laughs> it, it's 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 been around. You know, DOTA as a concept's been around long before. You know, he he's not the owner of it or the inventor. He's just the kind of the guy doing the development for the most popular incarnation of DOTA. But anyway, they they're trying to build DOTA 2.0. It's totally uh did I say that correctly? Yeah. <laughs> they they they're basically trying to do that. They they the features are pretty much everything you would expect from DOTA except it's standalone and it's its own engine. It's beautiful. It they've taken the whole the whole look and feel of of DOTA and just made it gorgeous. And in fact, I was looking at some screenshots of the current version of DOTA All-Stars, and it looks pretty pale in comparison. Yeah, you can really tell the difference in years between the two games is graphic engines. Yeah. Because the the style, the artwork of Heroes of New Earth, it's almost indiscernible <laughs> from Warcraft. Yeah, it, it, is. it looks like a Blizzard game. It does. Even the, the, the font. cut screens, the font, everything. The, the UI is... Yeah, and right even there. some of the, the the what are those the basic troops? Yeah, the the, the, the night elves air side 
so to call it. They have, have the, the little treants. Yep. They look almost, they look almost identical. Ballistas and Ballistas and with the arrows and yep. the wings on them. And then ghouls on the other side. And But the towers and the main base areas, they're, they're just full of all these glowing light effects, particle effects, yep. glowing balls of fire. The water has all this shimmering reflection on it. It's yeah. it's really a pretty game. Yeah, it's already pretty striking. The um the spell effects are incredible looking, you know. Yeah, and the the forest I thought was really impressive too because there are all of these densely packed but three dimensional trees and they don't look like a stamp or anything. They yeah. it looks like a real forest and it looks it makes sense why you couldn't go through it because they're all really tightly packed, but it looks so nice. Yeah. And um so it's pretty far along. I mean it's about ready to be released. The yeah. I would say that, you know, they've 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 got it's it's nicely polished as that's always a big word for game game production now. It's it's got all all that you could ask for, stable. It's got VoIP so you can it's yeah. built in and it works really well um i can attest to that from last night when i played with some gangster rap guy um but uh <laughs> but what i'd say the problem that they have right now is that the classes are really badly unbalanced or the the character character archetype guys are i don't yeah. know why they're not classes they're just characters you know they're unbalanced and i don't see that as too bad of a problem because that's probably all they have to focus on because they've got everything knocked out it looks like you know the only thing i guess you could question is will it scale to you know a huge number of players once all those you know once it's not in beta yeah but so far so good you know i i thought and everything was pretty seamless free. and it's it's not free it's yeah. going to be 30 dollars. but so a lot of people are saying who cares? This game is almost identical in every respect yeah. to DOTA. Why would I want to pay 30 bucks just for better graphics? And to that you say, well, then go ahead and fire up Warcraft 3 and, you know, and your Frozen Throne add-on pack. Get yeah. that all installed. The You know, if you go to DOTA All-Stars, they have a downloadable client updater now and everything, so you can... You can stay up to date. Although, there's a bit of confusion because this, this Ice Frog guy I've been talking about, apparently he left the project just recently. Oh, I wow. just read his blog post today. He's working on... on. I mean, he's pretty much left DOTA All-Star, but it looks like he's taken it with him. <laughs> so, I don't know how that's working. He's continuing to develop it, but not with the guys at DOTA All-Stars. So... I, I there's there's got to be some some kind of a blogosteria in the making there. <laughs> Although he said that he you know he left and it was they're on good terms and everything, but it doesn't look like he's starting from scratch. You know, he's, it's like you know such and such six point of whatever is the build, and I, I don't quite understand how that's going to work out. That's confusing. Yeah. So perhaps the thirty dollars is worth it just to avoid the confusion and to enjoy <laughs> the ladder rankings and you know all that stuff. You know, yeah. I, I I got I got a level last night. You ha- your your account gets has a level thing, uh, and I finally got to level two last night, despite the fact that I've <laughs> now played seven games and only won one, <laughs> and that I attended I've died like fifty four times and now I've killed like maybe five heroes. I'm, I'm I'm not doing too well at this, considering <laughs> I thought I was pretty good at DOTA. Well, you have so, to learn, relearn a lot of stuff. Yeah, you do, and and 
you know, I I remember how to, you know, not rush in and get killed like a dumbass or anything. <laughs> like, I know how to stay back on the fringes and how to how to, you know, milk experience from the from the creeps during the battles if I'm a melee character without having to be in there and getting wailed on and stuff and how yeah. to target the one that's about to die to get the money and all that. That's still there, but there's the whole progression of of all the itemization that I have to relearn and yeah. relearn where everything's at and and figure out and and basically the characters are the same characters from DOTA with new names and a new skin and the powers have been slightly shuffled so yeah I don't know but it's it's definitely DOTA too and then finally what what DOTA what, discussion what, what? would be complete without talking about Demigod. Which, That's right. The one released option of the three, which we we saw a ton of trailers for this, and then I just like we were really excited about it. I remember. Yeah, and I I lost like all interest or information on it, which I guess turned out to be the for the best because the game had an awful launch. Sounds like it was horrible, primarily Good. on the network side of things. Yeah, gra- graphically it was uh, from the re- from what we've read. It sounds like graphically it had it going on, you know, a good theme, mm-hmm. great, and and the screenshots looked really cool, like oh, the yeah. guy that was a giant castle. Yeah, that's you know, the iconic image of that game. Yeah, that was pretty much it. That and the crazy, like I don't know what she is, like a nymph or something. Yeah, with wings. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little thing. But the network code it was apparently just horrible. Didn't didn't work out. Bad latency. Didn't scale well, and that you know that's pretty well wrecked that game's success chances at this point unless not all the times it was pirated yeah gosh yeah so bad and that's amazing because you know it it was a it was a gas-powered games release right i mean they they knew all about that kind of thing from dungeon siege one and two and for from uh oh what's the uh what's the 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 big RTS one that they Supreme had. Commander. Supreme Commander, for God's sakes, which is even multi-platform. Yeah, you know, it's like you would think that they'd they'd have some cross-pollination. That's what really surprised me too, because Supreme Commander had a good launch. It does involve online multiplayer. Yeah, but no issues there. So what's going on? Yeah. So that's you know that's the third option, and that's the one I know the least about. I know it's a it's a radical departure from DOTA. I mean, it's very loosely based on it. Like, I guess it would per, perhaps scratch your your itch if you had no other <laughs> DOTA type games to play. But no it's betas. it's pretty different because it's based more on titans that are just these gigantic guys wandering around. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, if there are any listeners that have played the game, let us know what your thoughts of it were and what it was like. Mail at channelmaster.com. M-A-I-L. <laughs> and then I have to mention, I was as I was doing some research today, I found this channel where I can watch DOTA all day, like being played, which is really interesting. And it's on um, game-tv.com, so game-tv.com. And the video I was watching was like some kind of tournament with these German guys. And this guy had this giant, like, like in, if it was an American, he would have for sure had a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew, right? But this guy had like, it looked like a two-liter carton of uh, grapefruit juice, which I was just like, wow, that's that's got to be pretty strong. <laughs> that's some strong stuff there. <laughs> but anyway, it was kind of it was kind of 
I don't know. It was well. It was actually quite boring because it looked like he was. It didn't look like an actual tournament. Like there was a tournament going on, but this guy was doing some kind of tutorial on it. It looked like every possible permutation of the itemization of the game. But it did. It did give me a chance to kind of catch up on how that game looks in comparison to all these next gen titles, and yeah, they do take it to a to a new level for for sure. So, are you going to get one of those cool new... <laughs> are you going to get a new t-shirt? I might get a t-shirt. <laughs> and roam around eating people. <laughs> Flashy <part. laughs> So, on the... Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> on WanderingGoblin.com, they have this promo t-shirt for Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles. Which is a really cool first, well, kind of like House of the Dead light gun game coming up in August, I think. It's a sequel to The Umbrella Chronicles, which is another game that took you through Resident Evil 1 and something else. This one focuses a lot on Resident Evil 2 and Code Veronica, and it has lots of crazy camera angles and, and spooky moments like House of the Dead Overkill did. Oh, right. It's, re- it's a lot better. It's it's done. Uh, it's greatly improved over its predecessor. <laughs> Sudafed taking over. Sudafed has <laughs> Noah in its grips. You can see the methamphetamine buzz. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they have this zombie T-shirt that they're showing off. I'm not sure where you can buy it. I guess from from there. But the the funny thing is, it's a normal T-shirt. But then if you pull the bottom up over your head. So that your arms are sticking out in a zombie-like kind of look. <laughs> on the back side of the t- what would be your stomach, I guess, on the t-shirt, they put this zombie head. <laughs> so that becomes upright. So basically where your face would be is a zombie face. Yeah. And your arms are stuck out like in an awkward <laughs> position. And you can't see. So you look like a shambling zombie. It's really cool. It's like the coolest idea ever. I mean, I saw it and I was just like, that is like so cool yeah hit yeah. our show notes to see the link to it yeah yeah we'll, we'll have it up there it's it's hilarious and if you can figure out where to buy it i didn't really look around too much but it, it's got to be got to have one that's just hilarious yeah. probably not do the zombie look much but <laughs> maybe around the house scare the children i don't know just pretty interesting. I'm I'm turning i'm turning into a zombie then you just flip the shirt over oh great. my god it's happening that would really scare them, actually. Yeah, I would. I would imagine a yeah. shambling zombie could be bad. Uh, in other news, did you see this thing on the in the China Daily about um, how <laughs> how shock therapy is, is being tried out in China to uh, get uh, children to uh, deal with their deal with and confess to their addictions? That's so brutal. Apparently, if you're shocked enough and you confess to an addiction, it'll just magically go away. Always worked for me. Yeah, you know, I haven't. Have you tried it with the dog at all? That depends on what my dog needs to confess. His eating addiction, pottying <laughs> addiction, his potty addiction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, anyway, there's an interesting article here, wherever it was. And I don't know. I I, I guess I guess I could see it. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try it out on my kids. Especially the three-month-old. She, <laughs> she needs some discipline. <laughs> She's so defiant in the way she spits up on me. And then she clasps her hands together and silently <laughs> judges. And silently says... Daddy didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so anyway, from the China Daily, the title is Ministry Halts Controversial Electrotherapy Program for Internet Addicts. The Ministry of Health has ordered a halt to controversial electroshock treatment intended to help internet addiction in teenagers. The Beijing News reported on Tuesday. Uh, well, that's good. So they're ending it. They're ending it. Yes. How long it's been going on? Hmm. Not so sure. We have no clue whether this freaky treatment has side effects, they said. This I'm is from, sure that's what they said in Chinese. Yeah. Or Mandarin freaky. or whatever dialect. <laughs> uh, uh, an unpronounceable name guy from the clinic in <laughs> unpronounceable region told the media yesterday afternoon that they stopped giving the treatment as soon as they received the health ministry's notification. What was the notification? The notification was you have to stop this. Oh, we can't we can't prove that it does anything positive. <laughs> it's neat that you've just gone forward and and destroyed countless lives, but you know, <laughs> maybe. But keep the equipment. Maybe we'll come back to it for something else. Yeah, surely there's another use for this. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to waste that money investment. Apparently, internet addiction is 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 believed to be a growing problem in China, which now has nearly 300 million internet users, including many adolescents who spend several hours each day playing computer games. Which is so totally different from the states here. Yeah, yeah, I the mean, corrupt United States. The corrupt United States. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it's good to know that 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 the treatment existed in the first place, and that yeah. they have apparently uh, decided to put a stop to it. I wonder if you could do like a spa vacation in China with a little bit of electrotherapy inside. I I could go for that. If <laughs> if if you could hallucinate it'd be worth it. <laughs> um in other recent news and weird news, I, I collect I guess it's not the weirdest of news, but there's this whole uh thing going on with the game fuel by Mountain Dew for World of Warcraft. I mean this like product integration thing is pretty pretty tight. Pretty weird. Tight is in like, oh yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Or no, tight is in like they're really closely intermingling. Intermingling. Anyway, if you go to the Game Mountain Dew Game Fuel site and you you press claim my battle bot, you can get a pet, non-combat pet in for World, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Oh, that's cool. And it's a battle bot, which I claimed. Okay. And when I did so, I found out that my World of Warcraft account had been merged with Battle.net, and I now have a totally new login. <laughs> okay. Which I will mention to everyone now so they can hack my account. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it's interesting. But anyway, yeah, I got my, I got my little battle bot. I have yet to log in and Does and it have a Mountain Dew insignia on it? He's a really weird-looking little gray guy. He, he doesn't really look steampunk or or anything like that to me. He's just this, like generic robot guy who I imagine is probably comes up to my kneecaps but we'll have to see It'd be really funny if I'm wrong and it's this huge lumbering hulk which totally could obscure my view which I could use for PvP in the battlegrounds but uh yeah it's just an interesting thing it's like 
you know, what'll be what'll be next? Will there be like the what other product association will Chester the Cheeto will will Chester the the Cheetos cat show up now? Is like a <laughs> no, it'd be something related to Doritos, I think. Think it'd be Dur- Doritos and Mountain Dew do kind of go together, yeah. don't they? Yeah. What's the Doritos logo? Do they have like a, a cool character? It's that electrical bolt that's in the shape of a Doritos chip. Oh yeah. Maybe a new area of effect spell that doesn't do anything. But it's full of MSG. Just gives people great nacho cheese flavor. Oh, oh yeah. What was the show? Uh, Over the Hedge. When the guy opens <laughs> the bag of... of It's like a, it's supposed to be like a Dorito nacho cheese. There's like a small mushroom cloud when he opens it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it could be that. <laughs> that, that. That could be pretty good. So Noah, did you get a did you get an iPhone? Is your new phone? No. If you had, you could have got the cool new app called Snow Writer, which is now approved as an app on the i the iPhone. Uh, Snow Writer or Writer? Snow Writer. What is it? Well, it allows you to use your iPhone to pee in the snow. What? Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't. They were having trouble getting it approved when they when they showed. Basically, it's a top down view of a white field and then there's yellow which is you drawing with your your urine and then there's these two human feet and that didn't go over so well but they then they kept getting rejected by the the app store but when they switched it over to the feet of of a couple of bare feet it suddenly was okay and very disney-esque what? The birds chirped, and the sky turned blue, and the little clouds came out with the sun, and it was approved. So That's ridiculous. So, yeah, so if, you, if you're feeling like, you know, writing a memo, you know, it's kind of like a freehand thing, you could you could do it at, at a meeting with SnowRider. You know what? I, when I was in a co-ed fraternity in college, we had to ask questions, so I decided I'd ask really obscure questions because that was kind of silly for your hazing ceremony yeah oh. <clears throat> and so um, one of my questions since it was co-ed i'm like I, I said okay let's say you woke up the opposite sex tomorrow what would be the very first thing you would do and the guys would say well i'd totally like masturbate or fill my boobs or stare <laughs> at my boobs all day and almost every girl said pee standing up <laughs> and now they can finally see what it's like they with can, this iPhone they can app. do it yeah imagine that they're just wearing bare slippers maybe although as a, yeah they could do the big fuzzy pink <laughs> slippers and when i look at this it doesn't look like it has the puddle effect and and it doesn't also look like you can pee on your own feet which is highly unrealistic <laughs> yeah because as we all know peeing standing up especially outside is a dangerous game. <laughs> it is. There should be like a little wind factor yeah, in there too. Yeah, yeah. There should be like knots, the wind direction and knots, and <laughs> like it suddenly goes. Whoosh. And if like you get it wrong, what was that show? Like the gods must be crazy or something like that, where it's like <laughs> it is forbidden to piss against the wind. It was like the African tribesmen's words of wisdom. So, anyway, it's it's an exciting new app for the iPhone that I won't be downloading. Sorry, Snow Rider too. <laughs> or Snow Rider. I guess it's just Snow Rider. But hey, we gave them advertising nevertheless. Yep. We it wasn't nothing's too highbrow for us. No. Where's that horror lore again? Oh yeah, that's 
When Jim left, so too did the whore lord. <laughs> I guess if we ever bring him out of mothballs, we'll have him yeah. resuscitate the whore lore reviews. <laughs> Troll sweat. Uh. Oh, yeah. Well, shall we move on to our blogosteria? Heck yeah. <laughs> This week's blog hysteria, <laughs> big shocker, I think we're going to cover Brad Osteria again. That's right, he's written a new update in his ongoing Vanguard post-mortem series of blog posts. Which post-mortem appears to mean dig up the dead. Yeah, um, this, and then point at them. And point at them with a wagging fingers. <laughs> so this is based on, from his blog, bradmcquaid.com, his blog entry, Vanguard Postmortem Part 2, where he says, One of the most exciting prospects in terms of starting a new MMO-focused company was being able to hire the best and the brightest. Jeff and I were able to bring aboard who we wanted to be the founders of Sigil. Then the founders were able to recommend people with whom they'd worked. A shining example would be the art team David, Gil- David Gilbertson and Keith Parkinson put together. Man, those foreign names are tough. <laughs> All sorts of top-notch people with a variety of skills and previous experience. And he goes on to ramble, but his basic, the basic point of the article is that when you hire top-notch people, you get top-notch egos, and top-notch egos are about impossible to manage. Because they won't work as a team. Because, yes, there is no I in team. And so then you have to fire them all and leave mediocre people to finish the job. Un- unproven, unskilled, you know, yeah. brand new... New, you know, shiny new IT graduates. But he just believed in his heart that if he hired these egomaniacs, eventually they'd come to terms of how valuable it was to work in a team and everybody would be fine. And, by the way, the choice to hire all super ego-filled, top-notch, curmudgeon-type people in no way should affect our judgment on his management ability. Oh, no. Nor his blatant admission of, yes, we did nepotism. We even hired people who weren't really qualified, but we just really trust him because we knew him for so long. So, yes, if you are if you are staffing up for a new MMO and, and you've been thinking about Brad McQuaid as perhaps the lead for that, Role don't model. let anything that he has said here... Yeah, know, don't read his blog. Rather, you don't need to. just focus on what happened with EverQuest. Yes. This is just a psychological exercise. So you can read the whole blog at his site and and all that and, and, and parse it as you will. We've 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 very as a public service we've you know, taken it down to just a few <laughs> words which we've relayed to you and given you the gist of it as we see it. Yeah. What's entertaining is the the comments, which I knew Always. they would be. The first, the part one comments were pretty tame, I think, compared to these. Yeah, they're, they're getting angrier out there, but there's still the there's still the cheerleaders who are like, "Good advice," blah blah blah. Yeah, you're you're so right on. And then you get the people who are like, "Are you going to address your rampant drug abuse, or are you strictly the victim here?" Which which was never <laughs> responded to. Uh, yeah. So there's yeah there's. The first two posts are are pretty much uh, op, op, they represent op, the two factions, the two of extremes. Yes, some of the some of them are pretty hilarious. I like 
complaints about other people's egos from the man with capital The Vision. (laughs) Seriously, Brad, you're like an ongoing parody. More, please. (laughs) Then there's, of course, attacks on other people who have made comments that people don't like. Which, that's, that's, you know, you'll see that anywhere. But some of these guys are just awesome. Perhaps you should add... Quote, and make sure your married all-stars aren't openly banging one another in the office, creating a horrible atmosphere for your other employees, end quote. And maybe add, start, quote, and don't let your own drug habit become so bad you steal prescription pills from your own employees, again, creating a horrible workplace environment. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or do you learn to tolerate that sort of behavior because these people are so untalented? Wow, that would be a pretty crazy environment. <laughs> drug Drug-fueled orgy of married people cheating on spouses. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> as the game milestones are not met... <laughs> and you have to wonder if some of the employees or ex-employees are some of these commenters, because you have one from Lazaretto here who says... He's quoting Brad saying, Thankfully, we in management only made a few of these blunders, that is, hiring egotistical people. Otherwise, who knows what could have negatively occurred. <laughs> Lazaretto continues... Well, let's see what actually occurred. Everyone (laughs) got fired in the parking lot after pouring their heart and souls into development. The game tanked only to be semi-rescued by SOE and was improved very gradually over time by a dedicated yet skeleton crew. The vision was never realized and will never be realized due to solely the product shipped out the door. Failure by management to address egos and establish solid leadership led to all of these things, and there are only a few people responsible. Those responsible are not the bad apples that you alluded to in your blog those responsible are you and your senior leadership team i've tried to be supportive but this is bizarre brad how about a mea culpa and take some responsibility for what happened to your people ask for forgiveness and you might be surprised just how the public opinion can come back in your favor just look at bill clinton as an example i never had sexual relations with that woman (laughs) sorry that was a really horrible bill clinton impersonation (laughs) yeah but it was it was at the right time in the right place. Uh, Sir Lucan, who's also... <laughs> we like the nastier ones. We're sorry, yeah. listeners, if you're a Brad McQuaid fan. If you are, go to his blog and post a there, supportive comment. There are plenty of supportive ones, like... Please do what you did in EverQuest, or yeah. please save keep telling us these wonderful things. They're so enlightening. I I feel like I could start and make a game company fail too. Oh, sorry, I made that one up. <laughs> Sir Lucan, yeah, go ahead. He says I need some clarification. Does being a team player mean sharing your oxy with the whole team and its leaders without asking instead of actually getting into people's desks and personal belongings to get that quick fix? Is that oxycotton kind of? Is that what they're talking about? <laughs> yeah. However, the Vanguard saga of addicts has shown one addict doesn't like it when another steals his shit and creates bad blood in the workplace. <laughs> wow. Then there's some crazy-ass post about, Since your absence from Norath, the curses of distinct distance placed upon Lady Vox, and I have abated. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> kind of crazy. That... I don't know. It looks like Brad will... He starts to comment back to some people... He does. He ...who weren't too negative. Or even one that was. He, yeah, he did actually talk to... He wrote some responses back to supportive and non-supportive people, but he definitely chose to sidestep a lot of the requests 
to address his drug issues, which yeah. may have been something his therapist told him to do or just as his way of staying out of the deep end. It never happened, Brad. <laughs> Waving my hands hypnotically in the air. You were not on drugs. You did not steal drugs from people. You were not prostituting yourself. Everything is okay. You were just riding your dirt bike. It's hard, and he says, as heart-wrenching as it was for everyone involved to release Vanguard early and then experience the turmoil that followed, ex-sigil people, including me, need to get up off the ground, dust ourselves off, and look towards the future. We need to learn from the past, both from triumphs and mistakes, and then apply this going forward. That's the perspective I've come to anyway. It's probably a lot easier when you're earning a six-figure salary and aren't around in the office while the guys that are... You know, the the new hires at the ultra-low pay scale and are working 60 to 80 80 hours a week (laughs) are, you know, burning themselves out. It's probably a lot easier for him to get up off the ground and dust himself off than than they. But But the best comment is actually a little play in the form of the status messages that show up when you're playing an MMO. And Mark and I would like to provide you a reading of this because it was so freaking hilarious and nobody else in the comments responded to it. Yeah. And we liked it. So here we go. And this is from Target Zero Zero. Brad McQuaid begins casting a spell. Brad McQuaid's mind expands beyond the bounds of space and time. You say, Hail, Brad McQuaid. Brad McQuaid grunts as his head rises to glare at you. He snarls in your direction as he reaches for his belt and withdraws a small vial with what looks to be perfectly shaped white rocks, filling it to the top. (laughs) He pops the cap off and ingests half of them as he warily looks around. He then motions you to come closer. Brad McQuaid says, Hey man, you got the goods? You say, What goods? You say, What goods? You say, What are the goods? You say, Goods? You say, I have the goods? Brad McQuaid says, Great, so you're Mayung's guy, right? Is the price still 50 platinum? You say, The price is the same. You say, The price is still 50 platinum. Brad McQuaid says, What are you waiting for? Show them to me. Sergeant Slate shouts, You will not evade the Freeport Militia, Brad McQuaid, 00. Brad McQuaid says, Blasted. I knew it was a trap, damn you, target. Brad McQuaid begins casting a spell. Sergeant Slate slows down. Brad McQuaid begins casting a spell. Sergeant Slate is injected with methamphetamine. Sergeant Slate shouts, What? What have you done to me? Sergeant Slate has been slain by Brad McQuaid. Brad McQuaid says, You're next, target. I shall teach you never to get in my way. Brad McQuaid hits you for 305 points of damage. Brad McQuaid hits you for 305 points of damage. Brad McQuaid kicks you for 17 points of damage. You slash Brad McQuaid for 54 points of damage. Brad McQuaid hits you for 92 points of damage. Brad McQuaid hits you for 114 points of damage. You score a critical hit, 30. You slash Brad McQuaid for 30 points of damage. Brad McQuaid reaches for his vial of stones yet again. You have to deduce they enhance his combat co- combative capabilities. Act quickly to disrupt him from taking them. You kick Brad McQuaid for 30 points of damage. You kick Your kick knocks the vial loose from Brad McQuaid's hand. Brad McQuaid is blasted with the sour air of sobriety for 10,000 points of non-melee damage. Oh, no. Brad McQuaid shouts... No, what have you done? Brad McQuaid begins to falter. He limps from side to side and falls flat on his back. You reach down and feel his pulse. He is dead. You have slain Brad McQuaid. You gain experience. Congratulations, you are now level 60. You loot a... 
Brad's charm of failure. You lute. Sigil's memento of exploitation. You lute. Vanguard, the shield of words. You lute. Manual on running things into grounds. Just on the horizon appears a man on a gray horse. Smedley shouts, Brad, no! Smedley swoops by on his steed and scoops Brad McQuaid's pale body up. Smedley shouts, You'll pay for this, swine! Smedley gallops off on his horse. With Brad McQuaid's body on his shoulder, you notice an item left behind by Smedley. You loot a manual of running things into the grounds. You cannot hold more than one lore item on you or in your bank. <laughs> Sorry, we had we Noah lost power at the very end, so yeah, my screen I, went black. I had to I had to swoop in and, and attempt to to do the the narrative in in <laughs> Noah style, but couldn't quite quite do it. <laughs> However, that this will conclude the Brad hysteria. Yes, we we just can't top this thing that Target Zero Zero wrote. Whoever whoever you are, Target Zero Zero, that was we applaud you. Freaking hilarious! Very well done. I, I love the vial of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> the sour wind of sobriety, <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah, like, kicks and slashes were only ten points. Yeah. But the sour wind of sobriety was ten thousand. That that was it. <laughs> that was beautiful. Well, Tune sorry. in next week when we may have Brad Asteria Part 3, where I believe he will be talking about system spec requirements and how they got a little crazy on that one, too. Yeah. As I recall from the beta when I watched, when it became a turn-based MMO. (laughs) 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 Unintentionally, but nonetheless, it was... Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 97. We would love to have more of your terrific feedback sent into mail at channelmaster.com, or you can go to our Twitter at twitter.com slash channelmassive or you can leave us comments over on our website at channelmassive.com yep that can <laughs> or you can call us at some number I can't ever remember channel.massive.skype that's it on Skype Leave or you can listen you can look us up on Facebook and be our friend that's right we're over there too we're everywhere we are the ubiquitous podcast of destruction yes next week we'll be rejoined by co-host Jason who will be free from the I see imprisonment of the absentee wife. <laughs> he shall place his child upon the swing of neglect and, and rejoin our ranks. <laughs> we will appreciate that. We will. We're looking forward to having you back, Jason. We look forward to hearing you. Let's be with us next week on episode 98.